Your pencil. <laughs> okay, that was still during setup. But but this pencil is amazing. Because it has a word written on it. It says "Fight me." Yeah. Because I'm an Aries. Yep. Which is the sign of hostility, uh, anger, and hatred, and anger and hatred. No. Yep. <laughs> That's what it says. Sorry. That's so not what it says. You're lying. But to be continued, we're not talking about Aries today. We're talking about... Me! We're talking about Proud Mary. Welcome back to KinkCast, where we're continuing our ongoing series of the horny, kinky Zodiac, or whatever it's called, that I never remember the name of until I'm publishing the episode. Mm-hmm. Kinky Zodiac. Spooky KinkCast. No, Spook Kinkcast is uh, our Halloween episodes. Which are limited this this month because we do. We have our astrological signs that we're keeping up with as well. We don't want to forget that we have people of the Libra uh, disposition. Persuasion. Yeah. Um, well, so and also, yeah. it's hard coming up with uh, other signs or uh, other monsters that we didn't touch on that people find sexy. Yeah. So who are you? I am Chris. Uh, I don't. What's a question? For Ooh, today? what do you? Okay, so we can tie this into Spooky Cast. What do you? What would you dress up as for Halloween if you're dressing up? This isn't a Libra question. So. It's not at all. What? Let's make it Libra based. You want to make it Libra based? Hey, Libra woman, make a Libra question. Who's your favorite Libra? Oh. <laughs> That's the, that's the joke I made last time. Stuff stealing my liberal joke. Uh, if you, uh, what's the hardest decision you ever had to make? Oh shit! Oh shit! Wow, that's that that would be a deep question. Hardest if I've made any hard decisions. What's the hardest sexual decision you ever had to make? Oh. Those are uh, <laughs> do I want to put that in my mouth or not? Like, because there, there are some times when you're like... Do I want to put that in my vagina or not? It's kind of like, yeah. Well, sometimes it's like, all right. Like, you've been talking about... You've been doing the, the seductive talking and you're like, um, I'm really good. I, I enjoy doing certain things with my mouth. And then when it comes down to it and you're like, oh, that's your penis. I take it oh. back. I suck at the. I suck I at the. Mean, I suck at the mouth things. <laughs> I'm sorry. Say yeah. that again. <laughs> oh, I just said I hate blowjobs. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, Mary is once again out in the field. Uh, this time at a hotel, which uh, hotels are notoriously bad Wi-Fi. <laughs> Uh, I believe she said, oh, fuck, and it was silent on that one, <laughs> but... Uh, it, well, it was silent because I didn't say it out loud. Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, there might be some sputtering for her, but we'll uh, we'll be keeping track of her to make sure to reprompt her just in case uh, we're not able to hear that. Uh, the hardest decisions I've had to make... Uh, 
I've had a number of girls that I've like had crushes on that have gotten like hammered and like thrown themselves at me. And uh, I, you know, turned them had to like turn them down. And yeah, usually it ends with them crying because they were already not in a good mood. And uh, so uh, it's happened to me a number of times, but uh, you know, I feel fine about it. But in the moment, it's like, I mean, this like the girl I've been pining after for, for like years and she's sitting right here, like drunkenly saying like, take me <laughs> saying like, yeah, fuck me. My boyfriend's the worst. You should fuck me. And it's oh. like, uh, that's, you have to start, You just have to remember that's the vodka talking or whatever beverage has been yeah. had. Yeah. And so. then like turning them down usually ends in like them would usually end in like them crying and being like, no one loves me. And, uh, you know, that so kind you say, of thing. no, 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 no. We'll follow through when you sober up. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, there you go. Yeah, you would think, except uh, usually that's a state of blackout. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But uh, not, not. I don't feel like bad about any of those decisions. And decisions. Those are just like hard things to say no to at the time when you're just like, I know what the right decision is, but the wrong decision sounds so nice right now. But if they're like hammered out of their mind. It's not going to be good anyways. Yeah. No matter how sober you are. I wouldn't think it would be. I feel like I'm great when I'm hammered. Really? Yeah. Is it it the alcohol that tells you that? Yeah. (laughs) You're you're good at sex when you're hammered or you're just good, great in general? Oh, I'm just fabulous at anything I do when I'm hammered. Uh, (laughs) Sex is definitely up there. I have seen your dance moves when you've been drinking and they're pretty pretty fantastic i know it's like i don't i think my um i was gonna go D. i think my dexterity score goes up when i drink there you go well hey so i believe what, famously people become less coordinated when they get drunk and that's why i'm a superhero that, that is why you're a superhero so so miss mary um what about you? What's a difficult sex decision you've had to make? I believe it's the hardest sex decision. Oh, hardest. I'm sorry. Um. Are you going to bail on the question that you proposed? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, goodness. You know, I don't really... I honestly, when I'm faced with them, I'm kind of like, I'm just going to do it and then think about it later. Um, probably the hardest is probably just same thing. Like, do I want this in my vagina? Yeah. Does this, does this need to go here? <laughs> I need to be a good gatekeeper for myself. Uh, no. You know what? Honestly, I think the hardest decision is when to like stop using protection with someone. Ah, well, I have a tried and true method for that, but... When do you start? When do you, when do you start? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. So, what do we have to learn about me today? Uh, so, today, uh, as uh, we've pointed out, is the Libra woman. So, uh, buckle in, because it's going to be a long episode, as these ones usually are. Uh so the Libra woman is the sign of sexual equality. 
like her male counterpart. Uh, she is known as the Charm. Aww. Uh, the Libra woman is the Zodiac's activist, the most principled person on the astrological wheel. She cannot separate herself from her aerial convictions. Ooh. So it's aerial because it's an air sign. Air sign. Yes. Yep. I don't know what that means. I don't have convictions. means you got lots of air. You, you, you've got lots of air coming out of you. I'm very full of air. You might be a little gassy, but... Uh, a lot of you have a lot of air. You're full of air. I believe uh, the air deals more with uh, uh, like mental processes, like ideas and uh, ideals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because uh, that's a, a Gemini is also uh, an air, and uh, they're both uh, intellectual signs. Is an Aries an air? No, I'm a fire sign. Which is emotion. Oh. I burn people. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the earth, earth is, like, uh, grounded in, like, hard facts and provable stuff. Me? No, earth. Oh, earth, yes. Uh, so, the realm of human justice is her special domain. She possesses a powerful mind, a finely tuned faculty that is eclipsed only by her a special brand of ethereal beauty. Of all women, Libra is most comely and fair, rarely one ever to be labeled sultry or even overtly sexy, but on this score, many uh, on this score and many others, Libra's looks can be deceiving. I would just like to point out that as Chris is reading, Dana's looking at me through the webcam nodding and being like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> she may she may risk being objectified as ornamentation. Classy arm candy used by men for their own validation or as means of impressing others. Mean- I like to be arm candy. Meanwhile, her own agenda in love is to fall in with a true friend and equal, a liberal free thinker who shares her infamous love of the arts and all things aesthetic, as well as her own radical political views and egalitarian visions. So you're looking for an equal and you're an equal opportunity kind of person. Like you are looking for, I don't know. That's, that's neat. Okay. Cause that really does seem to balance. <laughs> that's neat. Well, it seems to balance a lot with what we found out about the male. Well, she is a scale. Yeah. Yeah. You're a scale looking yeah. for another, another balancer, equalizer, somebody who thinks in the realm of ideas. Yes. And. I like that they said so. It's kind of, it kind of agrees with me politically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I argue a lot about that. Uh-huh. Which is weird because uh, I I did look through uh, one or two of the uh, pairings, pairings, and one of the ones I looked at was Leo, uh, and Leos are no- notoriously conservative assholes, and it said they were a pretty good pairing. I was like, that doesn't what? make any sense from what I've read. You no. always disagree with yourself, book. Yeah. Uh, notoriously attracted to other females, regardless of her sexual identification, she is principally drawn to extreme women. Ooh. wonder what that means, extreme women. Uh, Extremely flat. No, it means... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it, it, it's in either sense. Like, extreme in their beliefs, extreme in their convictions, or extreme in, like... Physicality. Their physicality. Oh. Yeah. Oh. If not both. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, 
Moving on to the sign in the mind, the planet Venus rules the Libra, only uh, as it does the Taurus. Only here in the Zodiac's seventh sign, this celestial sphere is focused on the mental and social plane as opposed to the material. Because the Taurus is an Earth sign. So you're a mental and social kind of person. My dad is a Taurus. Interesting. Uh, so he would also be ruled by Venus. He, your dad is what would be your opposite sign, but really yeah. what it means like opposite sign is like two sides of the same coin where they are very similar, but uh, like they're like, I mean, you're an air sign, so you are focused more yeah. on the mental and social where he's an earth sign, so he's grounded in the material. And logic. Which is, yeah, which is interesting because a lot of the things that Ed and I disagree on is, um, like, he's for, like, if you believe in the love languages, he's very much a gift giver. He, he shows love through money. And I'm like, stop. I don't care about the money. Just spend time with me. Mm-hmm. What are the love languages? We'll have to talk about that. Well, I want to talk about love Oh, maps. we're supposed to do that on an episode. That's right. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do that in a future episode. I like money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you take the quiz, Chris. Let's I love... I'm like a gold member. I love gold. No. A gold digger? No, gold member from Austin Powers 3. Oh, okay. I love gold. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Libran woman is most concerned with exquisite ideas, high concepts, and philosophical ideas. Aphrodite herself is the heavenly patroness rightly assigned to Libra woman, the goddess of beauty, grace, and charm whose namesake planet represents the universal principles of union, balance, and harmony. I sound pretty damn great. I'm just saying. <laughs> Honestly, going through this, there... You are the charm. You're charming. Yeah, uh, there... There were there have been a few signs that I've that like Dana and I have talked about where I'm like this feels like this was written towards one of the authors uh, like spouses and being like oh yes you're you're the Libra which means all this amazing stuff and there's not a bad thing to say about you like this feels like one of those where it's like there's not a bad thing about you you're so good and so great and so uh, I did feel that like that while reading through this where I was like. Where's the negative? <laughs> okay. Here in the sign of the scales, beauty, grace, and charm are elevated to a status of abstract principles. As opposed to in the Taurus, uh, which uh, embodies them on a uh, personal, tangible level. Uh, anybody intimately acquainted with the Libran woman would re- readily agree that when she walks into a room, one can't help but think, here comes the judge. The judge. Wow. I'm the judge. (laughs) Which, uh, she does happen to be a DM. (laughs) (laughs) She giveth life and she taketh life away. (laughs) And surprisingly enough or not, I do make judgments on people a lot. I'm very forgiving, though. But, like, I judge the hell out of people. I hate it about myself. Well, that's, okay. that's uh that's actually one of the main standouts of this sign <laughs> is uh judging other oh. people. Well, it's okay. It's okay because that's just who you are. That's your sign. <laughs> I'm an Aries. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> like 
Yeah. It's just uh, how it goes. Strictly speaking, no matter how tough a form or manner her proclamations take, this sharp-witted daughter of Venus acts out of love, albeit not as a personal expression, but rather as a universal prescript. Hmm. It's a gothic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the Libra woman's birthright to better the world. Oh, that's me. <laughs> the aptly named Amelie in the French film of the same name is, is a consummate Libran character. Out of love, Amour, she makes it her life's mission to right every perceivable wrong that plagues those suffering in her midst, just as she is de- determined to punish anyone causing such pains. Wow. Uh, it, it does say, like, <laughs> it does say that the Libran woman is uh, essentially karma, imbo- like, the embodiment of walking karma. Like, nice. that she will walk around, like, both being kind and dealing out punishment, <laughs> whichever you deserve. I, I think that's probably why I was a good teacher. Yeah, probably, probably so. Uh, and uh, this probably plays into it. Uh, the sign of Libra is associated with the ages of 42 through 49, the famed female prime of life, when a woman's focus shifts from childbearing to child rearing, bringing up, teaching, and preparing offspring for adulthood. Teacher? It's almost uncanny how... how this is like, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Libra assigns every... Because oh. I still teach. Like, I'm still teaching people stuff. <laughs> uh, and then uh, back to the judgment part. Libra assigns everyone she meets a purpose, particularly those individuals who might be of service to her. Still, she sees others in their best light, so much so that one is often hard-pressed to live up to her expectations. She may sometimes miss the mark, prejudging rashly, over or underestimating one's talents, or one of her most notable flaws, failing to sniff out self-serving hidden agendas. Ooh, but you know that's Chris looks at me pointedly. That's that's everybody. Like I don't know anybody who's really good at sniffing out somebody's you know, self-interest. Should we go back and read through the Gemini one? <laughs> Where it's like, the whole world's against me. I'm yeah. super suspicious of everyone. <laughs> okay, maybe you. Maybe <laughs> that's it, good. The, yeah. <laughs> you want to, you're... So the Libra woman is judgmental, but loving. Yes, and she always sees the best in people. Yeah. Uh, which... That's- I forgive people all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what? I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I still love you. Mm-hmm. Which as other people find hard to live up to. And she can often over or underestimate people. Oh, okay. All I right. mostly overestimate people. That's just because you're nice. Uh, for- I, just, I just believe in humanity. <laughs> and they all suck sometimes. <laughs> for this, the sole cardinal air sign in the zodiac uh, an active mental sign is what it says knowledge is not only power but also a force that can and must be pointedly directed Hmm. knowledge is power and a force that needs to be directed you are you have a big old brain okay so my uber driver today was like girl you're really smart by what we were talking about and then we had to solve riddles at this restaurant today, and 
uh, one of the people, the bartenders, was like, have you been here before? Like, have you done this before? I was like, no, I just like to solve riddles. I like <laughs> trivia. <laughs> yeah. I do. I, I enjoy knowledge, and I think it is important to have. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, also, uh, long story short, Libra is the Zodiac's Sadie Hawkins. Aww. Uh, she doesn't. I will act boys out. She also uh, doesn't believe that uh, uh, her. She embraces her femininity and does not believe that it makes her any less than any other man, and uh, that she believes that the sexes are completely equal. in taurus love grace beauty and charm are physical sensual possessions passive attributes designed to attract a partner but for the libra female those nouns become verbs to love in the sense of appreciating to grace in the sense of beautifying and honoring as well as offering grace in the form of forgiveness and mercy essential components to do to sorry to the overall ideal of justice that the lady of the scale so vehemently represents and charm like grace can denote a magic all of its own as both may be synonymous with the power of invocation Ooh, that's impressive that's really cool that's like i feel like that that description is kind of like detailing all the the components of like a greek goddess like you're just the, Whoa, the lady goddess of everything. <laughs> okay, wow, that's a. <laughs> this is all for me. I'm like, like it's a lot of positive things. I'm like, can we some negative? <laughs> I won't it's kind of weird. But you're judgmental. Yeah, no, that's it. The Zodiac's little magistrate, she rarely wastes time or brain power on interests or causes that may never yield her desired effects. Libra seems to always luck into, uh, sorry, always luck into situations, but the hard and fast truth is that she's a careful conjurer, mm-hmm. and that with the Libra man uh, who focuses his uh, power onto himself and making himself what he wants, the Libra woman focuses her power outwards and crafts the world that she wants around her. Wow. That's, wow. 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 Here's a so, list. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I need to just blame on myself. That's one way to take it. I, so I'm, only high, I'm only reading the highlights, obviously, because we would be here for <laughs> three hours if I was reading every paragraph. But uh, yeah, it, is, it does say like, she pretty much crafts her entire world around her. Everything is always getting better for her because of her careful crafting and like, it goes on. Wait, wait, would you say I'm like that, Chris? What? A, a careful do crafter? Do I craft my world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems yeah. like it. Do you feel that? Interesting. I mean, I had some reflection to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a list of famous Libra women include the likes of uh, Greer Garson, don't know her, Helen Hayes, don't know her, Gwyneth Paltrow, know her, 
Emily Post, don't know her. Julie Andrews, know her. Angela Lansbury, yes. Eleanor Roosevelt, Susan Sarandon, Olivia Newton-John, Deborah Kerr, Catherine Denevu, Barbara... Catherine Deneuve? Whatever. <laughs> Barbara Walters, and Linda McCartney. Yeah, you're in good company. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, it. it's supposed to do like a highlight list. And always whenever I read that highlight list, it's like, I don't recognize half of these. And then like you get to the actual list where they have like 100 or like 200 different people listed down the side. It's like, why did you leave out all of these extremely famous people from the list that are way more famous than the other people? Yeah. But I think they're just trying to go for like different fields. Yeah, and probably to educate people on these lesser-known amazing Libras. Mm -hmm. Is Linda McCartney Paul McCartney's wife? Yes. Oh, there you go. Weren't you in love with Paul McCartney? Yep. When I was six years old, I told my dad, Paul McCartney's dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. While she possesses all other, oh, sorry, while she perceives all other women as wallowing in one way or another in the mire of their womanhood, she simply breathes it in and takes what she assumes to be her rightful place in the world as a man's equal. Sorry, Peta. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Fight me. I disagree. Fight me. Okay. I I had to highlight the negative stuff when it popped up because I was like, it's so rarely popping up here that I have to highlight every single one of them. I'll uh, I'll wallow in the miring of my womanhood. And also, like, that's not even like <laughs> negative. She looks down on other women because she sees herself like she sees the potential of womanhood and doesn't like that others aren't like striving up to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> was that a soundboard <laughs> that last one sounded like a soundboard that <laughs> you like yeah, press play mm -hmm. <laughs> though Libra has no designs on dominating a mate never wanting more or less than 50-50 union she can't help but come across as seeming above most men I will say that has been my biggest issue in relationships is that they always say I'm condescending or like judgmental I, yeah judgmental or I think I'm above them and I'm like no but let's live up to some expectations guys there we go there we go let's set some goals let's let's you know yeah, let's set a goal let's let's achieve this goal because I, I can yeah. see how great you are just do it mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it turns into I don't want to do it and yeah then I'm bossy and yeah, just, yep. <laughs> Does that go back to the uh, expectations thing? Yeah, I have high expectations for those in my life. You should yeah, read that uh, book, uh, Great Expectations. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's I'm about. I'm not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what it's about. I just know the title. <laughs> I should probably read that. Maybe I should read more, <laughs> more high literature instead of the pulpy schlock that I get. <laughs> Or the children's literature that I recommend? <laughs> yes, the children's literature that I just started today. Ah. All right, where were we? <clears throat> uh, Libras of both sexes are true artistes, but whereas the male of the sign is his own most vivid masterpiece, the female scales makes glorious compositions of her experience. Yeah, 
That's cool. I do like art stuff. (laughs) Forgot about this section. I almost highlighted this whole paragraph. (laughs) She is, in a word, superior. (laughs) And to Libra's mind, that's not a bad thing. So long as she remains optimistic about finding a mate of equally premier quality. For her, men generally fall into two or hopefully three categories. Those who are attracted to her exalted stature, albeit all too often for their own selfish gain. Those who might get a thrill from toppling Libra from her pedestal, convinced that playing on the ground is what she really needs. And the odd fellow who, being similarly self-esteemed, makes in her a perfect match. Aww. I like that. So it's really like, there, yeah, there's like three different kinds of guys you got to contend with. Yeah. You want to know about Mary's three, three categories of guys? Yeah. Inferior idiots. <laughs> I somehow expected that one. <laughs> Inferior idiots that don't realize it. <laughs> Somewhere, and my, my third one is there's somewhere out there, just someone that can keep up with me. Damn it! <laughs> I think it's the cover match. I mean, it that, might be. That seems to line up with the, these three. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so now moving on to the body and soul. Uh, the Libra woman has a stellar quality that draws more men to hit on her faster. Than any other woman on the astrological block. Is it titties? Rarely, but rarely, <laughs> is she ever approached in a brusque or brutish manner, as even a total stranger will feel inspired to clear his throat, slick his hair, and be on his best behavior before uttering or stuttering his first introductory word. Ooh, gotta put on the. I don't know, guys. Guys, <laughs> gotta brush up on your manners. I think there's also a lot of difference between like a guy coming up to you and a drunk guy coming up to you. True, very true. <clears throat> Even in the foulest humor, she cannot help but exude a sense of goodness and light. Libra, Libra registers as the ideal girl to whom one must pop the question. So, so you're that lady that everybody wants to tie down. Well, it's so weird because it only happens after they break up with me. Because <laughs> then they come back and they're like, I made a mistake. Like, Perfect. And I'm like, you did make a mistake and I realized I did too. <laughs> All right. It's the whole superior thing. Yeah. Many men... Many a man presumes life with the cardinal heir Lady Libra would be an absolute breeze, that he's found the ethereal female who is unfettered by the burdens of, the, of this world, one with whom he imagines his own spirits and lofty, loftiness and loftiest aspirations, loftiest aspirations will soar. Should you start that over? No, <laughs> keeping it in. We're going to do it live. We'll do it live! (laughs) (laughs) She is too poised and classy, in fact, to come right out and tell one of the myriad men who fall in love with her daily to get lost. 
Libra always rises above, diminishing even the most cringing or difficult situation with a kind word, smile, or apology of her own. You do apologize too much. That's the fucking truth. (laughs) Although I think that's more of a symptom of the patriarchy than... Yeah. Listeners, I sent Chris a long-ass text message I sent to a toxic man in my life. And Chris was like... There's a lot of apologizing in there. <laughs> Wait, which, which one was that? Oh. <laughs> I mean, you, you, it was like back-to-back days. So. It was, yeah, two days in a row of really toxic men in my life just pounded down on me. <laughs> <clears throat> she has to conscious... Uh, okay, yeah, here. She has to consciously decide not to appear attractive performing a bit of a spell by keeping her beaming energy under wraps. By the same token, no matter how offbeat looking the Libra woman is, all she needs to do is decide to appear beautiful, and everyone within view will will find it difficult to keep their eyes off of her. (laughs) As she's making a weird T-Rex zombie face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, that that uh, plays into the whole like uh, mental side of the Venus ruled sign, where it's like beauty is like a mental thing uh, for you that you you exude beauty through charisma, and no one can keep their eyes off you because of that. Maybe that's so. So I'm not going to say what my job is, but I'm in front of a lot of people a lot of the time, and uh, when I there are certain times I'm in front of people more often, and when I'm in that role, uh, I get lots of good tips. Wow. But my job does not traditionally receive tips. So I made $11 last night just by being happy. Aw, that's nice. <laughs> she works at McDonald's, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> In a way, Libra's physical appearance belies her need to be respected for her intellectual capabilities. First of all, she is often blonde, though a dirty version. Even when of a dark-skinned ethnic extraction, that's weird that they call it extraction, in comparison to other females in her family, she will be the fairest of them all. I'm super fair, And she's showing off her hair that is perfectly described by the book. Yeah. (laughs) Her eyes, uh, regardless of her racial heritage, are pale, a gray-blue instead of a bright hazel green or gold-flecked brown. Yep, that is a (laughs) gray-blue. Her mouth is a perfectly drawn bow shape, just ample enough to escape a thin-lipped look. Though I like my lips. Though often slightly taller than average, she's rarely towering. <laughs> and now all we see is Mary's lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making the weirdest lip shape she could. <clears throat> she makes a model student of dance, diving, skating, and other athletics that require great physical control 
and an outsized sense of balance. Diving, like springboard diving or scuba diving? I would assume springboard diving since that probably requires balance where scuba diving I don't think does. And I was a diver! Yep, last episode we <laughs> found out that she was a diver. The Libra lady endeavors in any sport... The Libra lady endeavoring in any sport is like poetry in motion. Even if she undertakes a grueling physical challenge, she can't help but make it look easy to perform as she does every task in her life with exceptional grace. Oh, even twerking. <laughs> the most graceful twerk you'll ever see. <laughs> I think I now know what videos going on our Instagram. For the yeah, Libra? <laughs> okay. It involves a banana dress. <laughs> so so far we haven't been sent any pasties, but the episode's only been out for a day and a half, so uh, sex and sexuality. So moving on to the naughty bits. Or the, the naughty bits. The interesting bits. Uh Libra enjoys Femi Venusian ruled accoutrements, but she sees no reason why that should stereotype her into some second sex position in society. She embraces her gender-based differences, but doesn't feel that they should preclude her from being considered absolutely equal. It burns her that, because she is prettier or more delicately wrought than a man, she is hard-pressed to find recognition for her mind, and in particular, her all-important principles. Okay. Peg me, I peg you. <laughs> okay. I thought that sentence was going a different way. I thought you were like, oh. that that pegs me. <laughs> you're like, no, you're talking about uh, pegging. Yeah. We're in the sexuality section. Well, it's good. it starts with relationships first, so. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she, is she is emblematic, a living symbol for what is good and right a poster child for absolute moral guidelines, laws that must be established to ensure social order and equality. I 100% disagree with that. I do too. <laughs> I am not morally, I am not... But it depends on what kind of morality. I mean, like, you're not murdering people. I am not murdering people or, like, doing bad, bad things, but... A lot of people look at my life choices and go, do you believe in morals? And they answered no. <laughs> uh, like Catherine Deneuve. 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 <laughs> or Bridget Bardot, for instance, both of whom lent their likeness to be cast in the bust of Marianne, the female embodiment of the French Republic and its idealistic credo, Liberté, Egalité, and fraternité. Mary Antoinette. Libra women often becomes the face of beautiful principles, eclipsing whatever uh, personal axes she might have to grind. Marie Antoinette, what? You said Marie. No, Mary, Marianne, Marianne. Marianne. Oh, okay. The bust of Marianne, okay. the female embodiment of the French Republic. Uh, okay. I was, yes, sir. Now, uh, unlike other women who may have to combat sexual objectification, Libra struggles against being cast in some sort of dim, uh, domestic, as being cast as some sort of domestic Marianne, plopped onto a pedestal not of her own design. 
To most guys, she seems the perfect trophy, and to very few, she will ever appear to be anything else. Boo. I am a great trophy, and I my dream goal is to be a trophy wife that secretly has a science lab in the basement. <gasps> like Dexter? I've never seen Dexter. Dexter's Laboratory? Oh, like that boy. <laughs> I don't think Dexter was the... Sorry, Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> That's what I meant. But I don't think Dexter was like... The poster child for beauty. <laughs> and morals? <laughs> no. <clears throat> Libra can sometimes become preoccupied with having the upper hand with men. Upper something. I just highlighted. Because <laughs> I do have the upper hand. You gotta keep that thumb <laughs> on them. I disagree because I don't become preoccupied. I already have the upper hand. <laughs> <laughs> As a young woman, Libra attracts more than her share of social climbers and would-be movers and shakers, bent on rising, raising their own stock via an association with her. Libra learns to be a cautious dater, reviewing the men she meets like a lawyer deciding whether or not to take a client's case. Sometimes, against her better judgment, she falls for that traditional-minded man, willing to play the part of a perfect hostess, provided that she feels the relationship will allow her the freedom to pursue her own passions, and not all of them of the higher-minded sort. In truth, Libra is an aggressively sexual being, a woman who hungers for sex as much as, if not more than, she does for truth, beauty, and goodness. <laughs> Often, oh, someone told me the other day I'm the walking definition of libido. <laughs> yeah, I I remember that. <laughs> Often, Libra finds herself locked into a committed relationship before she realizes the passions she's pressure cooking, playing the part of a dude. Playing the part of a dutiful, pristine wife or girlfriend while her captive libido finally gets loose and sends her on a sexual spree of near prostitutional proportions. Even more debilitating to her than her carnal starvation, however, is the deprivation of intellectual power, though typically both aspects go hand in hand. You need the dick as well as to be satisfied intellectually, apparently. I need both heads. <laughs> yes. God, isn't that the whoa? This is this could. Mm, I want to not believe the book. You're feeling like I did with Gemini, except I was angry at the book because it was really pretty accurate. And I think I even threw it once when I was reading it. <laughs> it's like, you don't know me, book. You don't know me. I don't want your life. <laughs> That's why I'm glad my sign is last, because I've got plenty of time to prepare myself mentally for what it's going to say about me. Yeah, this is this is kind of crazy. Go ahead, and I know I've skipped my section, but I think I was intoxicated. So. Olivia Newton-John, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, there's a lot more. I got to the list. You are the one I want. All right, what's next? Anne Rice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Anne Rice, but 
Anne Rice did. I know that. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I should. Uh, well, I mean, I was going to say before the Vampire series, and I was like, wait a minute, the Vampire series is smut? <laughs> what am I talking about? She, I mean, she Dana, wrote... Dana's, like, nodding her head. Would you read my smut? I would. And I've read Anne Rice's, so... The the go. Sleeping Beauty trilogy or whatever? I haven't read that one. That uh, She wrote straight-up erotica. Oh. Yeah. That's hot. I'd read it. Yeah, Anne Rice wrote a Sleeping Beauty uh, erotica. All right, back to... Or was it Snow White? Whichever one has the dwarves. Snow White. Oh, Snow White. Yeah. Uh, Nothing can substitute for the freedom to exercise her mind, that seat of her particular brand of creativity, which is linked with the more southerly located sense of her sexual desire. Mental stimulation is the aphrodisiac of the Libran astral Venus. Any relationship that requires the suppression of her intellect will also anesthetize her erotic urges. <gasps> so if they, st- if you're with somebody who's like stunting your mind, it'll also stunt your sexuality. Wow, it's like we didn't already know that. <laughs> <clears throat> look out, Libra ladies. you got to be with somebody that can stimulate both. And look out... <laughs> Look out, gentlemen who are with a Libra lady. Yeah. You better keep that stimulated. On both yeah. ends. No, for realsies, though, do it. Yeah. Lately, I've been focusing more on keeping my brain going. I've been, my current partner and I have had a talk, and we're working on it. Libra woman astrologically... Uh, sorry. Libra woman is astrologically designed to take up a loved one's cause, to champion his causes in such a way as will benefit them mutually. She is the Zodiac's premier broadcaster and will do everything possible to speed the plow, to speed the plow of her main man's pursuits. For her, intellectual and artistic interests go hand in hand with romantic investment. She usually performs the exact same professional function as her lover. Helping her, helping him achieve is part and parcel of her own job or position. Oh, okay, so they work well together and play well together, ideally. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because I always wanted to be like a project manager for like a boyfriend that does stuff that mm-hmm. needs managing. Uh, Libra is drawn drawn to those Jason Jasonians. Uh, one of the thing one of the things that compares uh Libra to is uh Medea, the uh the The wife of um one of the consorts of Jason. Yeah, oh yeah. Not Medea Tyler. No. Medea no. Medea who was uh, a good witch who sided with uh, she's the sister of a uh, Medusa. She sided with Jason in uh the of Jason and the Argonauts, uh until she found out that he was keeping a princess on the side. And then, uh, as befits her, uh, Libran ways, she visited karmic justice on him by murdering their children. Well, I wouldn't quite do that. (laughs) She's extreme. It's Greek. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If I murder her princess, the princess on the side. (laughs) How about murdering the boy that's in the middle? He's the one who dicked around. No, no, I went with Castry. Oh, okay, okay. And then she went with his own cock down his throat. Libra is drawn to those Jasonian indies who have already demonstrated autonomy by striking out on their own. 
She has no deliberate designs on working together with she has no deliberate designs on working together with her lover, such that an arrangement smacks of codependency. Instead, she seeks interdependency, such that her efforts might contribute to his goals while also fueling her own. It's a man's self-sufficiency that attracts her in the first place. So long as it is her decision to be a helpmate, she will do her equal part, and all is right with the world. Unless, of course, she finds herself being used. Then, watch out. As we said about Medea murdering Mm -hmm. Jason's children. Yeah. And I am, I, uh... Yeah. I was going to agree to something, and then I forgot what it was. (laughs) For one so loyal, boorish treatment comes as a particular shock. And as recompense for compounding injury with insult, she will seek vengeance in a multi multifold fashion. In this way, she truly personifies the principle of karmic of instant karmic payback. Libra will only submit, surrender to commitment in small increments over time, especially when she comes from a broken home. Not investing too deeply, too quickly, also enables her to remain friends with her exes, a slew of whom will often make up her close circle of cronies. Yeah, I do that. She is drawn she is drawn often to younger, smoother, and arguably androgynous guys, never one to be turned on by the rugged he- hairy he-man of the pack. Sadie Hawkins that she is, Libra doesn't hesitate to make the first move on a man, sex being a rather casual affair. Uh, my last two serious relationships started with me giving them my number. In bed with Libra, there are no set gender roles or pat responsibilities to perform. She allows herself to approach sex from a surfacey standpoint of two buddies just needing to get off. Yeah. Libra is somewhat of an efficiency expert in the bedroom, far more proficient at getting the job done than she is passionately abandoned in the process. She prefers prolonged bouts of foreplay with intercourse brought into the mix at the right time to all-out fuckfests. 69 is by far her favorite sex act. She seems to derive as much pleasure from blowing a guy as she herself gets from being, quote, munched. And I will say, I think I get more pleasure from blowing a guy than getting eaten out. We will continue on. (laughs) Because... Because what? <laughs> it's bad to get into that. Oh. The very thought of 69 alone is enough to get her juices stirring. Type A Libra is often is always conscious of what she's doing in bed, and the mental picture of herself and her lover is highly erotic to her. Fittingly, she relishes watching herself with her man, whether in a with a well-placed mirror or via playback of homemade video. Libra... Yeah. <laughs> The mess is on the bathroom counter in front of the mirror, but you know. (laughs) Libra is confident of her sexual performance, aware that she possesses expert talents. Oral sex is her special province, and being on the giving and being on the giving end is well a heady power trip for her. It is a particularly Libran female fantasy to render a boy helpless, toying with his orgasm, bringing him to the brink, only to beg off and leave him whining for a finish. 
She loathes dirty chatter as well as feigned moans and groans. She is silent. She is a silent sexual persona of the school that talk is indeed cheap. Afterwards, lazing about in bed, she's not above critiquing or praising the highlights of their performance, for Libra loves to linger in the afterglow. And despite her pristine appearance, she's not put off by a messy sexual atmosphere. Yeah. I, I would say, I, I mean, I'm not silent in bed <laughs> by any means. <laughs> in a committed relationship, she may commandeer her man's uh, grooming routines, picking, plucking, and polishing him up. I'm a monkey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Libra is a fairly vanilla character, not the type to be attracted by kinky scenes of any kind. Eh. Nope. <laughs> Though, like her Libra brother, she possesses a potent bisexual streak. Menage a trois, although menage a trois holds little interest. If she were to opt in for a threesome, she'd ironically prefer adding a guy to the mix instead of a girl and only out of curiosity and seeing her mate explore any hidden gay fantasies that he might harbor. Even though the only threesomes I've been in are with other women. (laughs) (laughs) I want a devil's threesome so bad. As with Gemini and Pisces women, gay men hold a fascination for Libra. She feels herself to be like one of them. When exploring sexual interest in another woman, Libra adopts an ultra-femme character. Typically, she's attracted to even more extreme, towering infernos of femininity than herself. Women with vivid, over-the-top qualities and similar fierce type A objectives. Regardless of sexual identification, Libra woman has a general lofty view of lesbianism. The romantic love of two women is far more sacred than any attachment to a mere mortal man. This certainly explains why she intends to avoid including girl-on-girl activities in her straight bonds. Women are never to be objectified. Men, yes. Women, no. And these are the gay Libra women? No, that's still going on with the uh, threesome. Oh, oh, okay. I've been in with another female I have focused more on the female than the dude because I've been like I don't want you to feel like we're just using you like that is my mind is being blown a little bit because of that that is interesting and uh, now we're going to uh, I mean that was part of the uh, you know the uh, gay Libra woman uh, we're moving in full full gay into that yeah now the full gay yeah the full gay the full gay even the most gay identified scales girl will keep the door open to home or heterosexual keep the door to heterosexuality slightly ajar, ajar just in case she gets the urge to revisit the penile system sexuality for libra is one big gray area her brain wherein anything is possible and labels don't readily apply Beauty coupled with objective masculine energy of her sign makes for an 
in-your-face sexual agenda that demands the planting of political flags, so long as they also look pretty. The gay Libra woman espouses the notion that women are indeed the fairer sex, and her sexuality is based on the exploration of female beauty. Libra is a homoerotic creature. She has an urbane view of her gay sexuality. The actual act is almost incidental, as if she and her girlfriends just happened to fall into bed with each other, with one another, by chance. That's how it goes. <laughs> just as her own sexuality is typically not concretely set in stone, she is likewise attracted to women who are similarly iffy, more bi than gay, per se. Such intrinsic duality providing an added tingle to the Libra's sex life. So once again, like, imbalance. Yeah. 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 She and a lover will rarely suffer from heterophobia. In fact, they are not above entertaining the occasional power play bewitchment of an in, of an unwitting man, not only for the use of his most cherished equipment, but for the pure shared kick of seduction. Libra takes pleasure from making love to a strong feminine woman as a strong feminine woman, in no way eager to see either of them emulate the behavior of a man in bed. Her usual repertoire includes endless deep kissing, licking, nibbling, fingering, blowing, and otherwise creating a pastiche of tactile sensations designed to arouse her lover everywhere at once. Her nightstand... Just officially become a lesbian? What? Do you think I should just officially become a lesbian? Well, according to this, you would still be bi. Exactly. You don't want to forget that you can always revisit the, the, the penis sector. Uh, I don't know. I really I really need to get in touch with some uh, uh, a gay Libra couple. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just happened to... Oh, I'm unwitting. I have, I have that cherished equipment. <laughs> I'm unwitting. What are you doing? Oh, uh, How did we all get in bed? Whoops. Yeah, who's, what's going on? Her nightstand always contains a few requisite goodies. Vibrators, two-headed dildos especially, as she particularly enjoys riding double toward a perfectly timed mutual orgasm. For her... <laughs> Good. <laughs> that's that's actually why I highlighted this part. <laughs> For her, life should be a shared spree steeped in cultural events, swap meets, books, and music discussions, and other entertaining or intellectual pursuits. Ooh, so tell me about them turn-ons. Yes, let's get to that. Now moving on to the turn-ons. We're going to talk about the straight turn-ons first. Young, what yeah. turns Mary on? Ooh. And you have to tell us if they do or don't. Uh, now I would like to point out some of this stuff is contradictory, uh, as always, because more uh, Libras. Yeah, because one of the things that it does say that uh, I I didn't get to is that uh, they prefer hairless men. Hmm. Uh, and as I'm. What? It's not true. Yeah. Uh, and as I'm reading through this, uh, I see something that, yeah. Okay, so uh, straight turn-ons. Younger men. Artists, sensitives, smooth sculpture bo sculptural bodies, veiny forearms, 
You've said that to me before. <laughs> Forearms are my favorite part of the body on a man, and if they're veiny, I just... Okay, you know how they said that thinking about 69 can get your juices flowing? No, veiny forearms get my juices flowing. Uh, morning sex, 69. That's the only time to have sex. Uh, there's a lot of time to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but morning is like the best time to have sex. Yeah. 69, active grooming and shaving, hairy and muscular legs, which contradicts what it says. But I do like it when a guy has hairy legs. Uh, Europeans. Yeah. Cross-dressing. For me or for them? Uh, it doesn't say active or passive, so... For everybody, I don't know. Uh, nipple and navel... Or nipple and navel piercings. Romance novels. Long, straight hair. Bisexuality. Quickies. Foursomes. Inverted positions. Voyeurism. Licking, nibbling, and sucking. MMF fantasies. Jet setters yeah. and sugar daddies. Oh, yeah. Queen of the sugar daddies. <laughs> and passive, intense nipple play. Damn! It happens. <laughs> I once came away from a session with um, a dom of mine, and my nipples were chapped. And they were cracking and bleeding like like I had been breastfeeding almost. Like, it was crazy. And, like, the skin ended up peeling off of them. And I was like, you know what? I really enjoyed that. I don't know if I should do it again. <laughs> which, uh, which brings us to our sponsor, uh, Burt's Bees. Are your nipples chapped? Get some I Burt's Bees. I was putting chaps to go my nipples. <laughs> Gay turn-ons, tall, powerful women, Africans and Scandinavians. Oh, can I just say, there's this one roller derby girl who's so super tall. Like, I swear to goodness, she's like 6'4"-ish. She's skinny, she's flat, she's the complete opposite of me. And I'm just like, I'm in love with you. And I need, I need you to take you home with me. <laughs> uh, models and athletes. Fem on fem, yeah. on fem, girl bars, rocker chicks, mutual masturbation, humping and scissoring, erotic massages, passive B and D, mutual grooming again, L lawyers and politicians, lights on. That is another thing that I uh, didn't highlight. Uh, uh, Libra women apparently love giving blowjobs with lights on. Well, yeah, what's fun? What fun is a blowjob? Amen. Chic style. <laughs> chic style. Boy cut briefs. High water asses. Uh, what? what? What is a high water ass? I was just going to breeze past that because I have no idea. It's a donkey that's in a flood. <laughs> Mutual exhibitionism. Mind games. <laughs> you like mind games? Uh, friendship slash blendship. Ooh. Um, a high water S ass is an elevated posterior commonly occurring amongst women of Latin descent. So it's just a perky butt. A perky butt. Like apple bottom jeans. And boots with the fur. Yeah. yeah. Uh, double dildos, active worship, FFM threesomes, male humiliation, 
and teasing and begging off release. Ooh. I shoot high pressure water up my ass when I shower. Wow, Chris, I didn't know you did that. <laughs> I was reading the message that uh, Mary was sending to us. All right, can I? Oh, yeah. I don't do that. It was a meme I found when I looked up high water ass. I'm sure it was a meme you made when you looked up. Okay, let's talk about the couplings first with the straight couplings. Um, with the Libra woman and the Aries man. Ooh, interesting. She's searching for an unfussy affair. He appears the perfect unbeholden partner. From the start, it's a power struggle. Both are opinionated, if not combative. In bed, they make the peace. Sex is quiet, but kinky. With the Taurus man, she storms into his life, introducing new sensual experiences. They luxuriate in all manner of excess. This bond may never push on past superficial. They're in different places, but the erotic connection is serious. Well, at least there's good sex. With the Gemini, and that was Taurus. Taurus, yeah. With the Gemini man, there's a natural. Oh, let me Chris. It's you and Chris. With the Gemini man, there's a natural flow. An easy rhythm into which they fall, often forever. If one attempts to take the upper hand, their groove turns into a grind. Creative freedom is crucial. Sexual drama is alien to such cool characters. It's all about ease. I will say that Chris and I are constantly trying to get the upper hand. Oh, yeah? That's not true. It's a battle of wits. <laughs> well, because he's got dual sides, and you're uh, you're trying to balance them out. Maybe I don't know. Um, with oh, because the, the scales. Because the scales. Yeah. Okay. Um, with the cancer man, he's that rare regular guy. She seems at first too perfunctory a personage. Relating requires tolerance. At best, they're harmonious and hilarious. Sex eases tensions. Cancer's passive, so Libra has the power. You don't look like you enjoyed that one. Yeah. I don't think I would like a Cancer Man. Mm-mm. With the Leo Man, they collect, they connect as intellectual equals, each inspire, inspiring the other to think more progressively. A fast-paced, industrious duo. In the bedroom, they're bonded. Sex is fun-loving, relaxed. No head trips, no taboos. Which, again, doesn't make any sense to me. Because the Libra, as it's pointed out multiple times, is the sign of democracy and giving power to the people. Whereas the Leo is like I is am the, the sign ruler. of authoritarianism and mm-hmm. I am the ruler and you have to listen to me because I know what's right and you are dumb. Yeah, I don't know. That's really strange. And maybe I'm like, no, honey, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that wouldn't make for the, what it just described yeah, as. That's weird. All right, with the Virgo man, generally a sweet, good-natured couple. They find I dated a, I dated a Virgo for five years. Oh wow! Lived with him and everything. Wow. Well, it's a long this, time. This is this is maybe why y'all are a good-natured couple. They often find each other when free free of burdens. With Libra, life is productive. What they may lack in heat, this pair more than makes up for in tenderness. 
Got to, got to have a little tenderness. He actually sang that song really well. He had a very nice voice. Um. All right, with the Libra man. So with your equal. equal. So I know a couple of Libra boys. Mm-hmm. This seems like it should go well together. They're more aligned than most same sign couples. A shared aesthetic is the centerpiece of their clicky companionship. Scales of both sexes push the envelope experience. Oh, push the envelope of experience. Sexually, they're edgy and experimental. Which is weird. Which is also weird because it described each of them as vanilla. Mm -hmm. That's weird. But maybe together you're like, eh, that's enough vanilla. We got too much vanilla in here. Yeah, because it was like... Yeah, the Libra dude, it was like... Yeah, mostly vanilla, but he'll try anything a few times. Mm-hmm. So, if I ever date again, would I just put on my like dating profile like you have to be a Libra or a Leo? Can <laughs> like, I just like knock knock the rest out and be like, this is what I want? Wait, you don't want a Leo? I thought the Leo is who I got along well with. I mean. It doesn't I mean, say. It, I, I've never liked Leos. So. Nobody really does at their core. It's like <laughs> we have to. Um, okay, all right. Go so, back and listen to our Leo male episode and yeah. see how I much you. For it. What you? I don't think you were there for that one. You were. No, I was at the real female. Uh, yeah. yeah, you weren't there for the Leo male. Because <laughs> yeah, picture for the Leo male. <laughs> I despise the Leo male. <laughs> Well, with the Scorpio man, the Libra woman um, pairing... Oh, okay. They disarm each other. An unusual experience since neither is accustomed to surrender. Over time, these zodiacal neighbors notice how much they have in common. Sex with laid-back Libra means Scorpio's layers peel away. I've peeled my boy a bit. <laughs> with it. <laughs> Some some peeling is like necessary. a vegetable peeler. Yeah. Ah. All right, with the Sagittarius man, she's in unknown territory. He's relaxed in the company of such a cool character. In bed, Libra loosens up, accessing her naughtiest needs. Sagittarius is spellbound. He's scored a sophisticated woman willing to satisfy his every wish. Ooh. With the Capricorn man forming a culture club of two, these characters draw up their own design for living, passionately participating in the worlds of fashion, art, or media. Their sex life, though secondary, is equally progressive. That's good. It could be fun to live in a tiny home with. <laughs> yeah. With the Aquarius man... It's unusual and spontaneous, marked by constant change and intense affection. Their pairing is rare. They're private and possessive. Lovemaking is elaborate, energetic, and all-consuming. Even as a fling, sex is unforgettable. Woo! I'll take me an Aquarius book. Yeah, and finally, with the Pisces man, Pisces is the maestro orchestrating Libra's life, perhaps with a heavy hand. She can't resist his inspiration. She's his muse. Best case scenario, their collaborations become classics. Sex is an ecstatic exploration of the senses. I, uh, my first serious relationship, I'll say, was with the Pisces guy. 
Mm-hmm. I, I w- is it a little fishy? A little fishy? A little fishy. He controlled my life. He ended up also cheating on me with seven other women. What yeah. a punk. I will say, yeah. these rarely say like super negative stuff. They're almost always like the bright spots of the relationship. So it's very rare when we stumble upon one that's like, these two don't go well together. Mm-hmm. It's always yeah. like, no, it's fine. The person you're with is great. You get along even though you don't like them at all, yeah. Libra man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, let's go to the gay couplings. Um, with the Aries woman in the glint of each other's eye, there's a challenge. Who's the more evolved sexual animal? Antagonistic from the start, they process tension as pent-up erotic aggression. Sex is each each woman's wildest. Oh, hey, Tana. I can hear the lion, the lionesses doing the row, row, row. Like, that, I feel like that's exactly what it would be like. Like, who's the toughest woman in the pride? Like, I can one-up you. And that would probably make really good sex. I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, pent-up erotic aggression. Um... With the Taurus woman, they start. this starts as a crush. Taurus explores femininity. Libra experiments with androgyny, allowing latent longings to surface. And latent longings? <laughs> latent longings to surface. In bed, Libra takes charge, lavishing her lover with all manner of sexual attention. With the Gemini woman, it's an aesthetically inclined couple with a common vision to be expressive in all aspects of life. At voila, they easily engage in a liberating, invigorating liaison, a no-fuss affair in which both partners thrive, sexually and otherwise. With the cancer woman, cancer seems the ultimate catch, but she too falls, infatuated with vivacious Libra. This relationship is romantic. Gifts are constantly bestowed. At home, they're surrounded by beauty. In bed, atmosphere is utmost. With the Leo woman, Libra plays hard to get, often abstaining until Leo absolutely insists. Socially, they're they're a superficial pair. With the focus on personal pursuits, they mightn't develop much depth. Sexually, stimulation comes from confrontation. Ooh, they got that fighting sex. There's the lion growls. Yeah, yeah. It is a Leo. Yeah. With Virgo woman, Libra loves to be in love. Virgo is constantly forming crushes. In a partnership, each seeks perfection. Nothing ever seems enough. In bed, Libra is ladylike, and Virgo longs for more demonstration and more desire. Um, Okay, Libra woman on Libra woman. My dream. I me. <laughs> it did say foursomes. So, like, if you get two Libra women Wait. in a pair, that could work out. Or just four Marys. But there you go. Which, which Mary would be superior? <laughs> oh. <laughs> As she says, me. <laughs> All right. The coupling is complicated, to say the least. 
Their ensuing efforts to surpass each other are arousing. <laughs> Sex is urgent. The lovely Libras engage in an erotic battle that would frighten the faint of heart. <laughs> oh, we need to find a Libra lady. Did you not hear the first half of that? I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> All right, with the Scorpio woman, they're at cross purposes. One only tolerates the other, secretly feeling superior. Jealousy is the culprit, causing them to misbehave. Disloyalty is their default action. In bed, the scales is uncharacteristically worshipful. So the Scorpio and Libra women don't get along together. Mm -mm. Disloyalty is their default action. In bed, Libra is uncharacteristically worshipful. That's weird. Just a weird question. Okay. I'm going to withdraw that whole statement, actually. Continue. Do you need it to be cut out? No, maybe. We'll talk after the podcast. Okay. okay. (laughs) All right. Um, With the Sagittarius woman, they're each other's ideal, but in different ways. Libra challenges her lover to utilize untapped talents. In turn, the scales girl is lifted beyond self-made sexual limitations. Often, it's a forever affair. I, I don't like how it keeps saying scales, because I think fish scales. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, fine, because I'm also a mermaid. That is true. She's also a mermaid, it's true. All right, with the Capricorn Even woman, though you're an air sign. Yeah. Well, it's always made me mad. <laughs> no water sign. So right. you're like uh you're like the air sirens that we mentioned last time. Yeah, I'm a bird lady. You're the heart yeah, you're, you're a, a harpy. harpy. <laughs> Alright. With the Capricorn woman, neither lady suffers fools gladly. They're unabashedly elitist. Bolstering each other professionally is a focus. Libra extols her lover's accomplishments ad nauseum. In bed, Capricorn finds new self-assurance. So, like, these sound more honest than the straight ones mm-hmm. because these are like, no, the Libra woman doesn't put up with stupidity. Yeah, <laughs> which seems true. But and what when we go through the, when we go through the men, it's like even the signs that were described that we've gone through that are described as like big dum dums who don't know dum dums, Jeff. It's like <laughs> they get along great because he's so simple and she's so articulate. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Meanwhile, the Libra's pulling her hair out going, just think! <laughs> Use your brain. You Alright. Very useful if you find it. <laughs> Libra woman and the Aquarius woman are an overwhelming attraction. They buzz with physical and intellectual energy. Libra indulges artsy, craftsy interests while Aquarius accelerates entrepreneurial success. The comforts of home carry more allure than any social circle. Oh, interesting. And finally, yeah, and finally, with the Pisces woman, Libra hopes to make languid Pisces over in her image. What she doesn't realize is the fish has her own plans. And machinations are taking place on the spiritual level. Still, <laughs> still, the compulsion to repackage rarely abates. Well, they both have scales. They do. Ayo. Of different types. And Whew. that is it for the Libra. The Libra lady. woman. Woohoo! 
that's that's uh that is a uh, part 12 i don't know no it's not it's like 10 we're not even halfway through are we no we are we are are we, we exactly with, halfway Taurus. Taurus, and that's in april april may june july well we August, can also just september october five six seven Taurus, seven months Taurus is the opposite sign of this oh okay yeah so we're a little over halfway now oh. cool so uh mary how did you feel about that do you feel that this encapsulated your personality yeah do you yeah, feel that so. some things were probably super vague intentionally so you could relate to it <laughs> no i feel like i feel like they were sometimes a little too exact yeah like honestly i don't want to believe in a lot of the stuff that we read but there's sometimes when i'm like Damn! This describes this other person with this sign I know perfectly. Yeah. Like, ridiculously so. So I don't know. I think my biggest thing from that is is the the intellectualness. For me, sometimes just being smart is enough foreplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those veiny and those veiny forearms, right? I know those fucking veiny forearms. I want him to have a big veiny brain and big veiny forearms. And uh, <laughs> the one, that, the one that not confused me, but kind of made me want to reflect was the whole that I kind of create my world around me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That made me take a lot more responsibility for the bad things around me. I well, I did but uh, also think about all the good things because like where you are in your life, you have to think about it. Like I've curated this group of friends for myself and my family and the relationships I have with my family in this way. So it can also be really, really a good thing too. Yeah, I, and, and, and and it is because I've thought a lot about how I interact with people as a direct way of how they interact with me. Mm-hmm. And when you draw boundaries and stuff, it's like, so, yeah. But also the way that you're curating the people around you for yourself, it's because some of those people you maybe overestimated or underestimated too. I definitely overestimated a lot of them. It happens because you have a good nature. I just want everyone to love. Yeah. That agape love you've got. It's your curse and your blessing. (laughs) But yeah. I, I did leave out a lot of stuff where it was like she's got so much power, she's like a sorceress and she can construct the world around her and I was like, ah, okay, we could just like drop some of the stuff that sounds real like magic now. Yeah. Hey, I am magic. I actually am learning how to do the palm reading because we'll get into this later, but it's I'm real. trying to get kind of spooky. <laughs> And apparently this X in the middle of my palm means that I'm a powerful witch. Oh, just just so you know. That's awesome. I thought the X in the middle of your palm meant that everyone had that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting getting into phrenology, so I'm just going to touch people's heads and be able to know everything about them. Good, good. I'm excited to experience that. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of KinkCast. Um, I can't wait to find out what the other signs bring us, but this is really inspiring and kind of enlightening as to what, you know, goes on for 
the feminine Libra kind of persona. And next week we will get back to spooking cast with some unknown topic that I don't know yet because we haven't decided. There pumpkins, yes. Too many options. If you heat up a pumpkin in the microwave, you can fuck it. Actually, if you I have that appendage. Oh. Well, okay, we know you, we know you, I know you wouldn't mind talking about pumpkin anything. Hi, <laughs> uh, I'm Mary, and I am the basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any messages for us, questions for us, or general concerns for our well-being, um, you can reach out to us at kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com, at kinkcastpodcast on Facebook, at kinkcastpodcast on Twitter, which is where we really love to interact with people. And you can check out the fantastic Instagram that Mary has put together for us at kinkcast. Yeah. And we even had a listener uh, let us know on Twitter uh, a question that Dana and I were curious about. It is going to be right here in two seconds. Uh, from our teddy bear episode, uh, Mr. Pringle Games. That's not that. That's just his, you know, username. username. It's not his like handle or it's his handle, not his, you know. He says, I'm from England, and I just finished listening to your teddy bear episode. We do call them teddy bears. A fanny pack is called a bum bag. You can ask me any questions about the UK, GB, or English things. Because <gasps> this was in response to us wondering if, okay, because in the US, like, teddy bears were named after Teddy Roosevelt, right? Yes. But what do they call them overseas? Apparently, it is teddy bears. Yeah, and in most parts of the UK, it doesn't even have to be a, a stuffed bear to be called a teddy any stuffed animal is a teddy. So thank you for the fanny pack being moved to the bum bag. Yeah, because uh, fanny is a bad word over there. No, it just means vagina. Oh, oh, okay. I prefer to call it a fanny pack because it makes me giggle. Yeah, yeah. That's how I was raised calling it a fanny pack. But I wonder what Australians call it. Probably something with the C word involved. No, those are also bum bags. A oh. cunt catcher. No. <laughs> a cum catcher? A cunt catcher. Yeah, I was, I was thinking I was thinking something along like the lines of a cunt catcher too. They love that word. <laughs> so do I. It's the best curse word. I like it too. You know what? I actually found a song the other day that's all about cunts. If you uh, if you wanna know our opinions about uh that word, uh go back and listen to our previous episode about uh Bad words? Yeah, about, Where, about uh, terminology that we... Actually, we had a whole section on terminology we do and don't like. Like, dysphemisms and euphemisms for sexual body parts. Yeah, and cunt was my favorite because it's the only one that still has any force. I really hate the word Mary box. wanted to say something. I love the word no, box. No, I was I, I'm saying bye. Ah, bye. Bye, Mary. I'm going to go. All right, goodbye. We are going to end in five, four, three, two...